0: And welcome, everybody, to the first edition of our new monthly series, uh, it happened on the first weekend of every month. Uh, that is our Retro Rewind show, and of course, there it is. Here is the graphic Retro Rewatch. <laughs> uh, so today, since we have SummerSlam coming up in just a couple of weeks, um, that we revisit an old SummerSlam, and uh, it's considered one of the... Best pay per views WWE has ever put out. and that's SummerSlam two thousand two. Yep. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah,
2: sorry, I was posting I was posting <laughs> something for us.
0: That's right. Yes. Uh, so a lot of people consider this one of WWE's best pay-per-views. Uh, off the top of your head, I know you watched last night like I did. Do you think it do you think it holds up? You know, before we just kind of oh, go through wait, match I by guess. match.
2: That's actually no, one no. I thing guess. that I have wrote down is that it actually stood the test of time. Oh yeah. There's so many pay per views that even in recent date doesn't stand up to the test of time.
1: Yeah, that's true. And okay. also, this is uh, this actually was a pay per view that kind of was like a passing of the torch in a way because it was like using like not using current stars, but it's actually using like a future superstar mm-hmm. in um, in Brock Lesnar. I mean, because, I mean, that was a risk that WWE decided to take, and that was a smart risk, so. Yeah,
0: it, it certainly paid off, that's for sure. hmm
1: I Actually,
0: mean, because, like, the
1: thing it, was, yeah, because the thing is with Brock is just, like, at that time, like, nobody really knew what he was capable of doing until they gave him the ball.
0: Right. So, you know. Uh, so let's look at the first match here. Uh, first match, Rey Mysterio versus Kurt Angle. I mean, what a hell of a leadoff match.
1: Oh, yeah. My favorite part, the beginning, where uh, Ray just came from behind him and then he did like a hurricanrana. That's like the best moment. Like, they could just do like a relay of that and just
0: amazing, you know? Yeah. I mean, this is one of the, this is pre, you know, that chest, that weird chest tattoo that he's got on. Yeah.
2: I didn't even realize that. It was a yep. Yeah, it's that was before
0: bat. like he got.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no, I
2: seen the picture and I watched it last night. I don't actually remember his current chest tattoo.
1: Well, yeah, because he's covering up for now. Like, because of course he's older now. Like it's been this match. like what, this was almost 19 years ago? Yeah, this was like yeah. 19 years ago, so yeah. And he's still wrestling. So yeah, of course.
2: <laughs> Crazy. Mm-hmm. Um. So I, as I was watching it, I didn't respect this time in the matches and in as talent as I had, or as I would have uh, recently. Because back then, I don't know if I watched it live, but I definitely was watching at that time. Um, so yeah, it was different. It was like watching it for the first time because before, um, before I was only really interested in the women's wrestling So if it wasn't on there, I probably wouldn't have got the pay-per-view. Because back then, like, I was, what, 17, 18? I don't know. I I had to pick and choose what what I could spend my my mother's money on. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Well, for me, it was just, like, when I watched the match, I was 19 years old, like, what, 15, 16 at the time? I mean, like... I really loved like Eddie and Ray because, of course, they're Latino and plus they're like around my height, so it was just, like fun to see somebody smaller to actually wrestle. So it was just, like I was really excited to see, you know,
0: Ray Mysterio. We're gonna stop right there. We finally got our man in here. He's making his buckle bomb debut here. A few minutes late, but we got <laughs> Jovan here. Johan, how you doing today? never. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so we're talking about the first match, the Rey Mysterio versus Kurt Angle match. All right. Uh,
3: it was a
1: bit, also, I
0: know. just want to point out, apparently Orlando didn't get the memo about Blue T-shirt Day.
3: I'm wearing a blue look.
0: Uh,
1: See, okay. I'm wearing blue. <laughs> it's a just shadow. a dark blue on top. You know, they yeah. have a little color.
3: I love when it all works out. <laughs> <laughs> That's actually kinda
2: hilarious. Like it wasn't planned at all. Like (laughs) the only one that's running a SmackDown
3: one though. Oh no, you got one too. Not a SmackDown one, but a
2: wrestling one. The wrestling shirt. It counts.
3: Mm -hmm. Uh let's see. The first match, man, it did everything it needed to. remember remember this is nineteen as two thousand and two, excuse me. This is uh if you can remember back when you were when you saw this pay per view, I'd give you a dollar. Um I, for the life of me, can't remember then. It was almost 10 years ago. Um, God, man. 20 years ago. Shit, where are we in? 2021? Yes, it God. was 19 years ago. Woo! Yeah. 20 years ago almost. We don't, we
2: yeah. don't need to discuss how long ago it was. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> put it this way. It was so
3: long that I'm pretty sure I tape-traded this to somebody after I watched it live. Uh, shout out to the tape-traders, even the ones that were doing it on the playgrounds. Mm-hmm. Um, but anyway, to the I mean,
0: there's kids graduating high school who weren't alive when this was born. i
3: was that out. <laughs> and those are the same kids who say Ray Mysterio was overrated. He's not overrated. He's just boring because right he's mm-hmm. been in it too long.
1: Of course, you know. But uh, uh, wait, wait, wait! Hold on, hold on, hold on! Brian, <laughs> say it. Just say
2: it,
3: please. I saw the face. I don't
2: <laughs> think he's boring at all. I think he still has the same talent. I just think that he's stuck on a certain set and a certain gimmick, which has worked for him. And I'm not saying it's even has to do anything with him. It could be Vince being like, no, no, the kids still love you instead of letting him grow. But I will say he's not the same person and I actually don't, or the same talent that was, you know, 19 years ago. But that's not to say that it's because of his age or anything else. I just think stylistically and his gimmick hasn't really gone anywhere in the past 19 years. And I don't think that's necessarily his fault. But I just feel like that character is a little stale after 19 years. I mean, who wouldn't?
0: Have- what, if, what if Ray made a heel turn right now and just started wrestling dirty, just being really cheap? Do you think that would fresh him up a little bit?
2: I see. Yeah, I know that he, having-
1: yeah, no, he kind of did that on SmackDown this past week. So I mean.
3: I think that's like a solution for him because, I mean, he has to turn on his son and maybe we get the retirement match father versus son. No,
1: we're not doing a son father versus son match. Oh, I don't think they
2: Actually, want to do that. I'm here for it. Um, <laughs> I'm totally 100% here for the for violence of that. Don't hit
3: the It's coming.
1: No, nope. there's always going to be one, and I'm not going to go for that. I'm going to be <laughs> so heartbroken because, you know, I mean, Dominic, like look. Dominic, he's doing his own thing. I don't know if he'll, like, don the mask like his father. But, like, seeing, like, because I remember, like, I have Rey Mysterio's, like, DVD, like, where he talks about when he came to WWE, they never really considered him as, like, a superstar in a sense because he was always in the Cruiserweight division. So when he Mm -hmm. came here, he started wrestling their bigger talent. And that's what he talked about when he first faced Kurt Angle, which Kurt Angle, at that time, You have to face him so that you can be legit because like Kurt Angle was uh, the man when it comes to wrestling.
2: And, you know, I mean, after watching last night's match, Kurt Angle deserves every bit of respect that he had, even if he was
3: mentally not there at that time. Mm -hmm. Now, during that match, when I was watching the finish, does anybody else feel like that was a botch finish that they just made work? Because it kind of looked botchy, but Kurt rolled into the ankle lock anyway. Yeah, he just oh. timed it, but, and, I mean, I don't think
1: that was on Ray, I think that was slowly on, on Kurt, but. Yeah, Kurt's timing. Yeah. And I don't think yeah.
3: it ruined the match, though. Yeah, it <sighs> was a good match, it was a good way to start a card. Oh, no, card. yeah, of
1: course. Yeah. yeah. I mean, like, I'm, like, Kurt Angle, like, he kept up with Ray, it was just, like, it was amazing, so I was just, Definitely. like, yep, I was, uh, was, like, it was an
0: amazing match, you know, so. Oh, here we go. From Elijah Moore, next smackdown ray breaks after Kendall's sticking down. <laughs>
2: Elijah. I would what, is, love that. what
0: is up with the the weekend with uh, social media choosing violence? <laughs>
3: <laughs> We're all it's sick people, Orlando. We wanna see it.
0: It's the end of July, first week of August. You know, back to school supplies or in stores, people are realizing summer's coming to an end, it's back to you know, it's back to fall and the cold oh. winter. Oh yeah, that's
2: right. God fucking time! This heat is ridiculous. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it is.
1: Like everybody's, it like it's, having it's seventy-five here today.
2: Like yesterday, I woke up and I chose violence against everybody. <laughs> Nobody was safe. <saying>. Everybody. Oh, <laughs> it was a thing
3: to see also all some right. of my so, most
2: proudest like <laughs> moments came
3: from yesterday <laughs> Oh God! I, I, yeah. they were I'm breakout brilliance in the violence
0: mm-hmm. <laughs> all right, all right so, th- so this match ends you know we see kurt angle make a great tap out mm-hmm. great match uh after that we cut to a promo uh, bischoff walks into steph's office you know this is kind of you know beginning of the battle of gm's uh, steph has smackdown um, Bischoff has Ross. So we see a little friendly competition there. Um, you know, it is what it is. Cuts, you know, a little comedy area.
2: I actually um, really enjoyed their banter.
0: Yeah,
1: but can you believe it? It's been 19 years with a brand
0: split.
3: <laughs> <laughs> We're gonna keep bringing up 19. <laughs> moving on.
0: <laughs> moving on.
3: Uh, so we got <laughs>
0: the <second laughs> match of the night. Sorry, Ric Flair versus Chris Jericho.
2: Mm-hmm. I liked it. It was a decent match. Um, you know, okay, so I'm actually in the middle of reading, and I use that term loosely because I work uh, like an hour away, so I listen to it on audio. So I'm, li- so I'm listening to Chris Jericho's uh, book. I don't remember what it is. But uh- he has, like, Nice. Uh, I think it's called
0: the,
1: the the list of Jericho or something like that. I think no, it's no, no. Right
2: it's it's one of it. his books in like 2014 or something. No was a
3: four-letter oh. is it? No was a four-letter word.
2: No, I think it was the one right after that. He has four or five of them.
1: Yeah. Okay, but we yeah, I think we know what you're talking about. Yes, um
2: right. it's like an orange red cover. Um anyways, he talks about this time in his career. And he just finished talking about his match with Ric Flair. So it was really kind of cool to see, like, going back and, you know, seeing him relive or reliving it after I've already heard, like, his behind-the-scenes thoughts of it. There's nothing major that I can think of, but I just remember
3: him talking about it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. See, the Jericho fan in me, Love hated this matchup. Love hated the result because – This was coming fresh off of Jericho beating The Rock and Stone Cold to become the undisputed champion. He was no longer champ, but the the damn commentary team really put it over. Who else is beating The Rock and Stone Cold in the same night? And then Mm -hmm. he loses to the man, Ric Flair, because to be the man, you have to beat the man. So even though he's done everything, Chris Jericho was not the man that night. I was mad at the finish, but it was a good match.
1: Mm-hmm. Okay. I well, I think around that time, like he was facing Triple H as well. So I don't know what direction they were kind of going, because also remember, I think it was I. I don't know, like because he was going to be teaming up with uh, Christian after this. I think that's when he started at that time in two thousand two. I think. Um,
3: it was yeah, a lot like hurt like, yourself
1: you know but also it's just like it, it was also reminiscent i remember some documentation that they were talking about rick flair at this time before he got together with triple h uh, <laughs> 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 yes uh, oh yes i know it's feels really was
3: five old. years old get out of here elijah <laughs> <laughs> he, had, he no. had to be hella young how, how old were you drop it in the comments
1: yeah yeah but um
3: but, yeah, like, it was, like, at
1: that time, I think because they didn't know what's really to do with Ric Flair because I think he was getting, like, some feuds and stuff, and then, like, the feud with uh, Stone Cold didn't go well. So I think they wanted to give him a win at this time. So, I mean, it was it was not a bad match. I agree. Like, you know, but it is what it is.
3: Flair match.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, of course we had, you know, Flair winning the match. And, and a little... You know, a little trying, both of them trying to cheat a little bit. Just right end up coming out on top of this one. Mm-hmm. Uh, of course, after this, we had Brock and the Paul Heyman promo. Kind of a little interview. Just Heyman trying to hit it home that his guy is the guy.
1: Mm-hmm. I mean, Paul Heyman is still just a great... Guy at promos, like it's just like mm-hmm. he, hes like like he's ageless, like you know, when it comes to his promos, it's just like yeah. I awesome. I I I just hope that he does like a class of promos, like he does like a school, like you gotta do this type of promo, do this this this, like he needs to do that. I mean, he's
0: certainly on the the Mount Rushmore of promo guys, I would say.
3: Oh
2: yeah.
0: That's yeah. A topic for another show also though.
2: Took a huge bump later in the pay per view, which I'm sure will.
0: Talk about <laughs> uh, The next mashup, this one made me a little sad in the game because of, you know, who we're missing. I mean, Tino uh, Heat versus Edge.
2: Eddie! It was a really solid match. I mean, you put these two together,
3: no matter what, you're going to have a solid match. Yeah. Okay. It was weird Not- for me seeing Edge come out to the music that he came out to. Never gonna stop. Never yes. gonna stop. I was like, "What? How long did we suffer through this until we got the music that we all know and love?" <laughs> oh
0: my god! Oh my god! <laughs> I mean, Zombie, you know, wasn't a bad choice, especially for that time.
3: Yeah, no, but, no, of course not. I mean, hell, we had Lip Biscuit in that time frame too. So, I mean, there definitely could have been worse. But um, Kid
1: Rock, we had Kid yeah. Rock, we had Disturbed. I mean, like, you yeah. can count them all. So it was just like. Mm-hmm.
3: It was the time of doing music with good music. <laughs> yeah.
1: But at least, at least, I like Ray. Like Ray, when he got, uh, what yes. was it? What was the, what was the band called? P.O.D.? Or is yeah. A, yeah, so P O D. Like I still like that song. So,
2: so I uh, maybe it's just on mine, but a lot of their entrance music wasn't their actual entrance music.
1: Oh no! Like what happened was is that they don't have the rights anymore, so they can't play them. So, but yeah. uh, we're reminiscing back in the day. So, oh, yeah. back no, in the like, day... That's
2: not Undertaker's music. Yeah, no. <laughs> I was. Oh, no, yeah, that. no,
1: no. Trust me, there's some music choices that some of them chose because mm-hmm. of their character at that time, and some of them, they can't license them anymore because of the artist, so...
3: Yeah. They had to give it back.
0: Yeah, unfortunately. Uh, as far as the match goes, I mean, this was... hell of a MASH.
3: Yeah. You know, Eddie being Eddie... Just, it was greatness. If if you like wrestling, there's not a way that you can watch an Eddie Guerrero match and not see the the small things that he does throughout every match that brings you into it. And at the time, he was going against a fairly young Edge, who even then you could see that this kid was going to be something. So to to kind of see them two playing off and what would have been towards Eddie's prime slash ladder and Edge really starting to come into himself. Oh, that was mind blowing. They they put mm-hmm. on a hell of a match for what it was.
0: hmm
3: Yeah, I agree with that.
0: I mean, Eddie was one of the best minds as far as knowing what to do, when to do it, and why to do it.
1: Yep. Do you do you feel like he was better more as a heel or a face,
0: in your opinion? He was the heel you'd love to hate.
3: Yeah, or he was the heel you would love to be. That was the weird thing with Eddie. Even if he was a heel, people still cheered their ass off for him. Because mm-hmm. they're like, hell yeah, we're all lying, cheating, and stealing too. <laughs> <laughs> of course. <laughs> Gotta <I> love it. <laughs>
0: uh-huh. uh, so, next up on the card was the only tag team match of the night for the tag team championship uh, Christian and Man Storm, the Un Americans. Taking on Booker T and Goldust, who I forgot Team Beverly. That's just, you know, looking back, such a weird tag team combination. <laughs> it was such no. An- no
1: I'm, photo. I'm just remembering those promos that they did together. The the one with the hot dog. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> oh, if, if everybody like Google's it, like you, uh, like you have to just see like Booker T and Goldust uh, promos.
0: It's just, uh. Make sure you're not doing it on your work computer, Brian.
3: Yeah, no, don't, don't do it. No, <laughs> so so wait, wait until we're so done. After um, that's told us related, don't do it around kids or work. Just so talking. I actually ended up watching the Raw
2: after uh, Summer Slam last night because, you know, apparently I don't have a life. Um, <laughs> we know. So it was funny because uh, Kane ended up making a debut. Um, the Un-Americans are coming out to burn the flag oh, right after 9-11. Right. Um, the, the reason that I'm bringing that up is because Goldust and Booker T came out there and uh, Kane came back out, and, or Kane made his return and did the, what does what Booker call it? Um, oh, the Rooney. The Rooney, and Kane ended up doing it, and it was actually very, very funny.
0: Oh, God. I have to go back and look at that. Definitely I just remember... Visited. I just remember that
1: mask. I was just like for Kane. I was like, why is like a mask of his missing? I was like, oh, so he can talk. I, now I get it. Yeah. <laughs> but no, this was uh, this was a nice match, you know. Like of course, like Booker and uh, Goldust, like they were building up to their win for the tag team titles. So this was kind of like their detour in a sense. Yeah. So, um, you know, so they're still trying to build up like rapport with each other. So I yeah. liked it.
3: Who didn't like, you know, America versus everybody? The un-Americans were that good heel that wrestling used to use back in the day because they're not American, damn it. And -hmm. that's basically the only thing they really hung on this whole match. And I don't know. For what it was, the workers in the match are really damn good workers. They were able to get it over with uh, no help from commentary, who I felt like kind of floundered a bit. But it was a good well, match. on a good match. But remember
1: because uh the the announcer team they were American as well. So they got to hate the heel team. So cuz we're America, it's America, you know.
2: That's kind of that, that storyline would never be able to be done today.
3: The hell. Oh. Like- we'll find some other un- un-Americans. Mm-hmm.
1: No. No, you know what to be the smart storyline they could do somebody that isn't American but hates America. I mean, come on now. Who who wouldn't want to boo somebody like that? You're supposed to love America. How dare you? You got freedom here.
3: So you you want another? You want another Sergeant Slaughter? Iraqi? Um, what was it? The Iraqi sympathizer?
1: Yeah. Well, no. But remember, because it was still kind of an erasist tone, because like he sympathizing with the enemy that is of a foreign land, you know. So I I don't know. Like I don't know how they'll try to do something like that, but. I would say that <laughs>
3: this is my least favorite of the night match. Oh yeah, yeah. Definitely yeah. this just the bathroom match of the evening unless you just liked hearing the commentary team go, that's an upside down flag, damn it, that's a symbol of distress.
0: Although, unlike back then, what we have now is we have that pause button to go to the bathroom. So, I mean, yeah, technology's mm-hmm. come a long way in 18 years. Yeah. <laughs> like fast forward or pause or rewind, you know. Although unless you're watching Peacock Live, you know the paper you can't pause it or you can't restart. Come on, Peacock, get on that.
3: And no, pe- an up- replays. That really pisses me off. You have to wait like two hours after the show is done to catch a replay. That's
0: so stupid. Yeah. We'll move on to maybe the show stealer of the night. Ben Rovers RVD for the Intercontinental Championship.
2: I don't understand why they blurred out uh, the title.
1: Because it was WWF. Because remember, at the time they had to change their name because they were sued. And so that's why they changed to WWE. Because WWF was, what was the other organization called? What was it? World 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 Wildlife Foundation.
2: Right, no, well, no, I know that, but at that time, they already switched, so that wasn't... So they switched that year in May.
3: But so, the title still had the F. Uh, yeah, they haven't changed
1: all the titles yet, so that was the problem.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: Okay, that makes sense. By the yeah. way, spoiler for anybody who didn't watch the match, um, the commentary team should have told you who was winning this one. They They went with the damn Raw commentary team. <laughs> so... If we were paying attention back then, we probably would have been able to put Bingo together and we're like, oh, wow, I wonder if he's losing because they have the other show doing the match.
2: That's actually a very good point.
0: Right? I didn't even notice that.
1: Yeah. One point for Dylan. Do you guys have an issue talking about Chris Benoit's matches after, you know, like what has happened with him?
3: No. (laughs) Chris Benoit in ring was one of the best tacticians that we will ever see in the world of pro wrestling outside of the ring and what he did in his personal life yes it's not something that i condone it's not something that we support but purely in ring ability character moves the man was in a class of his own hall of famer based off of his ability but what he did is going to overshadow that so you know it's, it's unfortunate
2: It it is really unfortunate because we also don't know what happened, and that's not saying that I'm giving him a pass for it whatsoever, but whatever happened, he was not well. I mean, it's not like something that he, you know, was just a bad person and all of a sudden or, you know, was like, oh, we all knew he was going to do this. Something had to have happened or something. He just wasn't well, so could you know the way I look at it is any illness, uh, whether if it's mental, physical, etc. If he would have gotten help at the time, if they we had, if WWE had the same type of medical standards back then, they could have, you know, maybe prevented this. I mean, we don't know. I mean, I'm just
0: mm-hmm.
2: saying that it, he was obviously not well, and and unfortunately it led to. Murder,
0: suicide. Yep. I mean, mm-hmm. in a group of 20 people, you can probably find about 10 different theories about what happened or what caused it. Probably. Yeah. We'll never know for sure.
2: Yeah. I
3: mean, I think mine's the most
2: right.
3: <laughs> I, I like yours a lot. After you said what it was, I started thinking about it, and I was like, okay, that makes a whole bunch of sense. Mm-hmm. I don't actually
2: want to talk about it here, though. I'm, oh,
1: yeah. It's- can, can, can we just say how Robert has not aged?
3: It's the, weed. it's the weed. We should have known by 20 years ago it's the weed. I mean,
1: look yeah. at him. Like,
0: yeah,
1: yeah. No. yeah. you know, I mean, like, yeah. We do, does wonder. Yeah. Uh, I have excellent. to say, like, I have to say Robert Dan's moveset is just like, because I think that was like when he came to WWE WA, uh, like around 2001, I never really knew about ECW. So seeing him wrestle, it was just incredible, you know. Mm. I was like,
3: damn. Okay.
2: I don't know why we keep him employed. How do you not know about the original ECW?
3: I saw the face so much. Like, oh, here we
2: go. That's all the time we have
0: for Orlando today.
2: <laughs> Just for the record, I did not do that. <laughs> Hand check.
0: Okay,
1: I didn't know about it at that time until now, okay? I have <laughs> been watching some few pay-per-view. If you let me finish
2: that, that was not the champion.
0: So you don't start out right, you can't finish. Oh, God. So <laughs> I want to say, I think Rob Van Dam, despite being a Hall of Famer, I don't think he gets enough credit. He was such an innovator in the moves he did, bringing new styles to light.
2: You know, and the thing is, I saw him on Impact most recently, and I think that may be the last promotion that he worked for within the last year. He still has it. It's, I mean, you know, he's, what, 50? And that hasn't slowed him down. The only thing that you can obviously tell, he lost his passion for it. He just, yes. it's just a paycheck for him. He has a lot of other things, I feel, that are going on that trump his mm-hmm. love for wrestling. And maybe he does need to break. it. I mean, I could mean, he come back and do the same thing? Maybe.
3: Yeah, I think well, with RVD, it was real apparent that... um For him, it was a paycheck. And I think that's damn near the exact words that he said Mm -hmm. um, when I was speaking with him. And it did kind of, you know, blow you away. He's like, you know, people ask me what my favorite match is. I I don't have any. You know, I kind of do this. This is my job. It's my eight to five. And for somebody who was as talented in the ring, was able to get, you know, the massive buy-in from the crowd that he did, for him to be like, yeah, you know, I'm kind of just over it. I do it because I'm good at it, kind of blew me away a bit.
1: Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah.
3: I don't believe him when he says that. Or
2: and and let me because I watched one of his documentaries, he was saying how much of a fan he was at the time. I just think after so many years of being in it, he lost that passion and it did turn in to just a a paycheck. Do I necessarily believe him that he never cared or that he was always like, Oh, this is just a job? Not at all. Uh, You don't have that type of talent and that type of continuously, continue, continuity of, uh, of work if you don't have some type of passion for it.
0: Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think, you know, the late 90s, mid 90s, late 90s, early 2000s, I think that passion is there. And I still Remember think that's of you, you know, in some in out of him.
2: when he was uh, the ECW champion or WWE champion, oh, he he his own personal issues got in the way.
3: Yeah. I think out, so. that's right when he probably stopped loving it.
1: Yeah. I mean, like, maybe he got a little bit of it when he went to TNA. And then, of course, you know, uh, I don't know. Like, because, like unfortunately, TNA at that time when he went there, I think the business was kind of going down for them. So mm-hmm. I think that's, you know.
3: Orlando, they handed the keys off to Hoke Hoke.
1: Uh, whose fault was that? It's not my fault. It was them. So they made a I lot, lot of
3: bad decisions there in TNA. No, no that
1: no. Yeah, exactly. I agree with that. Do you guys
0: think we'll see one more RVD match in his lifetime?
1: I think he's content. I don't think he. I don't think he wants to. I mean, if he wants to, that's his choice. But I think he's content right now.
2: I agree with Orlando, and I only want to see him return if it's not part of paycheck, but something that he truly wants to do and wants to give. I mean, he could have like another you know year or two just to do it, but it has to be something that he wants to do.
3: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Pull down with everybody and say, you know, if he does, I want it to be because he wants to. There's a match he wants. That way, mm-hmm. we get the best of him at the end. But if not. Let him right off into the sunset because even the last thing we would have seen on him was him still working well. So I don't mm-hmm. need to see a broken down R V D who can't do Rolling Thunder anymore.
0: You know, I think we can see, you know, maybe a six to eight month run. If he comes back and it's a tag team with Riddle.
1: <laughs> I don't know about that. It's too similar of to a character. I don't know. We'll
0: see.
2: That, that's why it'd be perfect.
0: Thanks for joining us today, Orlando. <laughs>
2: Okay, so I would actually (laughs) love to see that. I think that would be be awesome to see. Um, I just, it has to be something that he really, really wants
0: to do. He's got the passion in it, you know, great. If not, maybe just manage him. Uh, Moving on to the battle of the big men here, Uh, we had... Undertaker versus Test. You know he was part of the Un-Americans faction. Mm-hmm. And we I saw him earlier in the, the night. Uh, he's the one that helped Christian and Lance Storm retain the titles.
3: Mm-hmm. And they. Were you saying, Brian?
2: I, I like the match. Um, I loved Taker at that time. I believe for me. That was his, the pinnacle of when he was absolutely at his best. Um, not to say that he hasn't had great matches since then, or you know, even in the most most recent years. But for me, I think that was the taker that just blew my mind and made me a mm-hmm. taker fan. Mm-hmm.
0: For me, you know, I think what made Undertaker and Chris Sheriff are the same. What made them stay relevant so long is they changed their characters every so often. And yeah, Undertaker okay. changing to a biker gimmick, you know, it was fresh. You know, he was still known as the yeah. dead man, you know, kept Undertaker's name. Just, you know, kind of, let, you know, American biker badass a little bit. And I think it kind of helped revive his career a little bit. Yeah. Now he's the American badass.
1: Remember that. American yes. badass.
2: Yeah, <laughs> I mean, even Kane, even though he had the similar pyro and entrance music, even his uh, character and his
3: look continuously changed throughout the years. Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: That
3: big metal face cane, the metal mask cane, is one of my favorites. I like that mask, mm-hmm. man. Okay. Mm-hmm. But um, I'm I'm gonna go ahead and say it so nobody else does. Even though you're not supposed to speak ill of the dead, may he rest in peace. Tess. test could not wrestle. In my opinion, test was just a good big body guy who was able to do some of the basics. Um, Taker kind of dictated that whole match um that's so why it was a good match test put on one of the best performances i've seen him put on and maybe i'm hating a little bit because i don't like him but um no yeah it was prime taker it was it was a hell of a match for what it was
1: but remember at that time they weren't really training a lot of the guys and girls you know so some of them they didn't really know like they know the basics but they don't know how to pawn like a Twenty-minute match. That's unfortunate. Like yeah. nowadays, they, they have to go through the PC and like train them for at least a good few months so that, that way they know the basics and know what to do. Like it's important. Test-
3: look at hey, look what at bunny. <laughs> <laughs> Say what? Test was with Stephanie. That's how he got on TV, though. Mm. What do you mean? You mean that they are dating? They were. Yeah. Prior to Triple H. At
2: that. Oh,
3: maybe. Um, I do know
2: that he was also trained by Bret Hart. So I don't know. I
0: think Tess, to me, was one of those guys. You know, he could do a few moves well, but if he wanted a good match out of him, he needed some help with who he was against or tag-teaming with. Mm -hmm.
2: I mean, to be fair, he only trained for, like, a year before entering WWE. He was still very green. like you think about it now like you're usually an independent wrestler for at least five years maybe even 10 in some cases before you even get to nxt and then they have the performance center where you're pretty much training every day so i just i
3: different time frame
2: yeah Yeah, it's a a different world from then to now so
1: exactly
3: who knows test gone through all of that gone through the pc and then got buried on wrong we still would have loved it
1: yeah, eh, I don't know. yet. I mean, like the no. The thing is, is I can't really c- agree because of course there's always the exception when it comes to like Kurt Angle and Brock Lesnar to pick it up like that. Whereas some people they need several years to get into the mindset as well as get into the routine of it. So yeah. So we can't really say you know because there's a lot of people that have been trained by WWE or they went like probably six months to a year and they got it. But some people they need several years so that they can get it. So
3: to hone their craft. Of course, you know. So I mean, I can't I, really think. Brock th- Lesnar doing the Shooting Star Press very ill advised. Him now, I bet he won't even go the top rope. Mm-hmm. No, of course not. Do so you no. see the evolution? Mm-hmm. <laughs> of course.
0: Mm-hmm. And of course, we see Undertaker win this match. Not surprising. Uh, <laughs> the next match was, you know, us '90s kids. You know, we grew up. We loved Shawn Michaels, and then he got taken away from us, and then he comes back. And then we get Triple H versus Shawn Michaels on sanctioned match. What a brutal, hard-hitting match! Uh
1: yeah, that that match was like I can't. I still remember it. Like it was just like the pyro, the introduction of him coming back. Like you know, like I didn't like at the time I. I started watching wrestling in the late 90s, so like 99. So that was when Shawn Michaels was already gone. So this was actually my first, first ever match watching of Shawn Michaels. So after this, that's when I started watching um, like some Shawn Michaels matches, which I can see why people say that he's the greatest of all time, you
0: know? He was one. Mm -hmm. Dennis, thanks Mm -hmm. for joining us. And yeah, it's not only possibly the best SummerSlam ever, but potentially one of the best pay-per-views ever. Mm-hmm. And um,
1: and it was just like, it was just like interesting with the whole back injury because I like, they did like a, like the whole story about it. It's just like, I just wondered like, what was it that he was able to do that he was able to come back? That was like my thing. So I was just, I don't know if it was. He got uh,
3: right with the Lord, Orlando. He cleaned himself up, this he came back, Ready and willing to go. Good. He was in shape. I mean, he's not wrong. Um,
2: but he just <laughs> needed to take some time off. I don't think he had surgery because I did watch one of his documentaries. Um, I don't remember what it was, but I think he just needed time off. He wasn't as hurt as much, mm-hmm. um, and he just came back.
3: Mm-hmm. There's a fap here, ladies and gentlemen. We tell you like it is. <laughs>
1: yeah. yeah i get it but <laughs> but i think it was like good that it was with triple h because they were friends so, of course like triple h is not going to kill them but that's the know. worst
3: thing Orlando. any friend that you wrestle with they go in wanting to kill you
2: <laughs> i'm <laughs> that,
3: that there is a certain truth to
2: that um, <laughs> because like even like people that i train with that i'm like friends with it's a, I have 10 times easier going with them than I do anybody that I'm not like super familiar with. Cause I know, like, you know, their limits, you know, like how hard you are, want, are able to hit it or how hard you, they want you. So, I mean, it does make a big difference. Mm-hmm. Things yeah. that I never thought I'd actually say. On that. Yeah. But, <laughs> I,
1: but I have to say like, Shawn Michaels reaction throughout this whole match was incredible. Like, everybody was standing on their feet when he did the nip-up, when he was, like, doing his comebacks and stuff, you know, high-flying and everything, you know. And then towards the end when he kissed, like, the referee after he won the match, you know, like, you know, like, he was, like, so happy, like, what he did at that time, like, you know. Yeah. Because he was thinking, like, it was just probably, like, one and done. Like, he thought, like, this was his only match. He's done, so.
3: No, I think after a match like that with Sean. The moment you show the crowd, you can still go. The moment Vince sees you can still go. You have that type of match that was emotionally invested with the whole crowd. Oh, hey, hold on.
0: Oh. I was skeptical.
1: To... Did he prove me well, wrong? Was, for the audio
0: only was... audience, I'll read this out for you. <laughs> uh, so, a friend of the show, Dennis Day Jr., says he was skeptical of how HBK would be after an extended absence. Boy, did he prove me wrong, and also I'll go on record and say that his second run that started after this show was better than his first run.
1: You know, a lot of people say that. A lot of people say that his second run is a lot better than his first run.
3: Yeah, because you got somebody that was committed every night. He wasn't doing the things that he used to do that would have maybe got him to be a little sloppy. You you literally got, from that point into the end of his career, well, not the end of his career because Saudi happened, but from that point on to... (laughs)
0: We don't the count Hall
3: that here. Better, the better end of his career, you got 100% worth out of Shawn Michaels. He went out there. He gave you amazing matches. His two would taker, Ric Flair, he, he really, after mm-hmm. that, he didn't only save his career, but he capped a Hall of Fame career. Agreed. Yeah, and also, well, I mean, to be honest, like, he...
2: There's a the difference between being a star of the locker room and being a leader in the locker room. I think he went from being the star and having that kind of prima donna attitude to actually being one of the leaders uh, and taking care of the younger
1: generation. I don't know about that. I've heard stories about his second one where a lot of people hated him at that time still too. So.
2: (laughs) you You can't make everybody
1: happy though. I know, but I mean, like, I know, like, it's probably like, it was a lot better because he was not like, I think what happened was is because they put him to the front so maybe that's what affected him because, like, at that time with the wars, like the Monday Night Wars, and like their like their ratings were decreasing because while he was champion and stuff, and he was feuding with Bret Hart a lot of times. So maybe that affected him a lot.
3: They hated each other too, though.
1: Yeah, I know yeah. that. So <laughs> that's uh, that's well known.
3: Like that's not They they legit couldn't stand each other. Though. Of course,
1: you know. <laughs> they even did a DVD about that. Oh. oh, we just lost Sarah. Uh-oh. We lost
3: Sarah. What are we going to do?
1: Oh, no. no, no don't I don't
2: have, have any of the graphics. Uh, yeah, or any of yeah,
1: yeah. So, but what did you guys think of Triple H, though? How about that? So, What did you think Triple H on this, in this match?
2: I'm still one of the people that are a firm believer that Triple H is still one of the GOATs in this industry. Um, I, I know that he probably held on uh, longer than Most people, due to the status of who he ended up marrying and dating, yeah, sure, okay. But that doesn't take away that he's still super intelligent on how he runs NXT, uh, how he knows the business, and also he can really work. Um, So, I mean, honestly...
3: To go from where he started at Terra Rising to become Triple H, he honestly, a lot of it was his work ethic, a lot of it was his in-ring ability, no one is ever gonna watch Triple H, especially in his prime, and say the man couldn't work. The man mm-hmm. legitimately could work his ass off. He's gonna be a multiple time Hall of Famer. The ex, I know is already gonna, is already there. He's probably gonna get in by himself. The man, uh-huh. he, he did do the work. Maybe he got a little more opportunity because he was with the wife. But mm-hmm. even you know before that, the work rate still justified where he was at on the card. You know. I think you have
1: to like think when the whole the what is called the curtain call happened. I think that probably motivated him because they buried him throughout yep. that time. So they tried like, he went, Yeah, so yeah, so I mean I you know, I agree with everybody here. I mean like say what you want. I mean Triple H is, you know, one of the greatest of all time there is, you know. And I know everybody's gonna be like, but about Stephanie, you know, but I no, he worked like he showed that he could work. So He's that was okay.
3: 2002 in this pay-per-view. Boy, tell me you wouldn't want to try to be with Stephanie during that time frame. Come on. <laughs> Woo. It was a smoke show.
1: I mean, she was covering up in 2002 until she decided to show out last year, <laughs> the next year. <laughs> she was very covered up, remember? I was just like, why is she covered up? Like, she's wearing
0: business suits and stuff? I'm like, mm-hmm. you did all that surgery for what?
2: <laughs> Sorry.
0: <laughs> right. so, so, as I was saying before, my camera cut out there. Uh, so we had Shawn Michaels won the match, and then gets attacked by Triple H from behind with the sledgehammer, a couple devastating shots. But overall, oh, you know, great match.
1: Oh yeah. I You know what? At that time, when I was a kid, I was like, "Oh no, he That's killed it. him!" <laughs> because like That's- I didn't like because it felt real for me. Like he hit up. Like now I watch it back. I'm like. Oh, he didn't really hit him, hit him.
3: No. <laughs> Don't after, him,
0: damage. Yeah. So after that, we got our main event of the night. Undisputed champion, The Rock, against Brock Lesnar. Ooh. And Paul
2: Heyman goes to one of the announce tables. So.
1: <laughs> yes. But I remember this match where people booed The Rock. I was just like, what is was wrong smart. with everybody?
0: People
1: wanted the next big thing? No, 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 no. The true story is because The Rock was going to Hollywood, people were getting pissed at him. Like, oh, so you want to leave us? Boo yeah. you, you know? Let's uh, let's go ahead and cheer for Brock Lesnar. And you know what?
3: They
0: all still
3: went and watched his movies. Of course. <laughs> that thing, though, because you, you, you knew The Rock had it. No matter what, in wrestling, even in a crappy CGI movie, the Rock had it, and we were always down with The Rock. And the thought of him leaving, oh, it pissed everybody off.
1: And especially with the whole like Stone Cold situation, that's the that's what really hurt the fans more.
0: Mm-hmm. We because, lost like, two. Stone-
1: yeah, exactly. Two of the greatest of all time. Can you imagine if both of them did not walk out? How this business will probably have been a lot different. I think this business would have been a lot different if they have not walked out. Honestly.
2: Well. For Austin, I don't think that it would have been he if he didn't walk out, I think he would have walked himself out like just by his antics at that time <laughs> he wasn't in the greatest mind frames he kind of he was, was an egotistical maniac at the time um and he admits that uh so I think that
3: he also found Jesus, yeah he <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's not that hard. Uh, Brought to you by
1: Jesus.
3: (laughs) So, I mean, I don't know. Yeah, I think Austin, if Austin would have kept going, honestly, we probably would have started hating Austin. And I think that's um, the good thing is that he did stop when he did due to the neck because we're still able to look back and finally be like, okay, yeah, for that time period. And it's what everyone says. No one has ever caught lightning in a bottle like Stone Cold Steve Austin.
1: Behind the scenes,
3: he was a major ass. Also, you gotta realize, like the
2: WWE or WWF at that time, right before Austin came in, it was very cookie cutter. Like it was very, like not even PG. I would go with G. Like just
3: eat your vegetables and say your prayers
2: yeah exactly so when austin mm-hmm. comes in flips everybody off you know stuns <laughs> the boss and no like shoots the ring full of beer like yeah who's not gonna let him but and you're not gonna get lightning twice on that
3: no. So. No. Mm-hmm. i was gonna say something real controversial but i'll leave it alone
2: You'll call us later. How
3: about will that? tell you if you can post it. <laughs> <laughs> Uh-huh. I'd rather um, not have AEW oh, fanboys come at me. Because I love AEW. A- oh,
1: please. <laughs> oh, come on now. Look, AEW is not perfect, okay? I'll say it, okay? I mean, Ooh. it's good, but it's not perfect.
3: He is a Orlando. You can send hate mail to him on the BBB.
1: Yeah, at me, at me, how they say <laughs> 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 don't worry, Dallas. will come at you. I don't care.
3: <laughs> as long as it only cats.
1: Yeah. But um, I have to say this was a really good match for this. I think this was like Brock's biggest match to date when he started, because he's been in the company. What was it like? Five months? Five six months?
3: Yeah. He was. He was young. Mm-hmm. He was. It was his rookie year. Yeah. He was
1: mm-hmm. off his
0: King of the Ring victory too. Yeah. <laughs>
1: I don't think we'll ever see somebody in their twenties win the WWE Championship for a while. So,
3: what's that? How old is that Bordeaux kid? That uh, the next in his
2: early twenties. Ah, too late. The thing is, I don't necessarily know if he's going to be able to strike gold. Like he looks too much like Brock. I don't know. I just I
1: don't see that he looks like Brock. I mean, he looks. No, he does not look like Brock, honestly. His
0: dog again that's Orlando at (laughs) BuckleBombentertainment.com. I don't
1: care. A lot of people start emailing
3: him now. Orlando (laughs) chose violence today.
1: (laughs) Yes, because people chose violence, so I'm with that. I choose violence. But no, no, I get what you guys are saying. Like, he does look like almost a prototype of what Brock would be. Mm -hmm. So it's just depending on when they would like to debut him, if he's ready for that spotlight. That's another thing, too, because...
2: Or, okay, so if I was WWE, what I would do is have uh, Brock get the belt, the kid comes in and beats him for the belt. Oh, wow.
1: That's a good one. I like that. Mm -hmm. But he may you know,
2: suck in wrestling. I don't know. I've never seen him. Yeah. I've never seen yeah. him really do anything. <laughs> yeah.
1: how, how long has he been in NXT now? Like, how, how long has he been inside now? Like, what, six months now?
2: About, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, okay, back to this match real quick. Brock, I was never a fan because I never felt like he was a fan of wrestling. And I think that, and I don't necessarily mean that you have to be a fan in order to wrestle. Like, you don't have to start off being, like, a lifelong uh, love it, but, like, at some point when you start training or you have your first tryout and you'll hear them, Oh, I just fell in love with it. I have to be here. And then those people end up being like some of the greatest stars because they absolutely like go back and watch and become fans. Mm-hmm. However, he never became a fan. This was literally just a paycheck for him. He mm-hmm. yep. could care less about anything else. And I think for me that always showed. So I never really supported him. Like I'm That's a big, funny, I'm, funny, I'm a big funny. fan of, when other people are fans of it, or else it's not going to be authentic.
1: Yeah. yeah. And what were you going to say, Javi? Um, Hoven, is it Hoven? Hoven? Oh, sorry. Jay.
3: Hoven.
1: <laughs> yeah, Jay. Sorry, Jay. There we go. I'll say Jay now. Sorry.
3: No, but... um, No, that's, that's 100% right. Like, he's never shied away from the fact that he doesn't love the business, that this has always been a check to him. Even though your wife is a former wrestler, sir, you're welcome even though this business is giving you everything. I mean, come on. Even though it's, yes, somewhat of a wrestler, but he did meet her there. Yeah, no, I know. Come on. (laughs) I need to be
2: fair. She didn't necessarily love it either. Uh, Of course not. Because
1: she came came in because of her husband, that was the thing. And then they decided to push her because he was injured. So, but uh, (laughs) To case in point, look, with Brock, I mean, it's just like, at that time, I didn't know that he didn't love it until afterwards until after he left you know like i thought that he was like a beast he looked like a beast you know so and like he really wrestled and it was amazing just to see a big guy doing a lot of amateur wrestling so he was a wrestling
3: just beast he was a savant Mm -hmm. in wrestling that he could actually wrestle he was a ncaa wrestler so all of his moves looked real probably because he was stiff as shit and they probably were you know a little stiffer than everyone else but we were worked safe because we don't really see him injuring anybody. But yeah. that's the thing with Brock. That's why everything he did looked so real is because he knew how to make it look real. Sadly, he never had the love for it, which is why he would never talk for himself. He had someone cut promos for him, try to get him over. We got mm-hmm. over. We like the person that got him over. But do people actually like Brock and not Paul Hayden?
0: Yeah. Early Brock Lesnar was good. He put on some good matches. Now yeah. it's him and Goldberg. It's him. You, know, you might get a six, seven-minute match out of him.
3: Goldberg lasts as long as the blue pill keeps him going.
0: Mm-hmm.
3: Yeah. I mean, like, I, you know, it's interesting. Like, if he would
1: have stayed, I think he would have easily retired young. Like, you know, like, he he could have just, like, stopped after, like, maybe seven, eight years. Yeah. He would have been probably multi-time, like, like how he is now multi time champion, you know, so we have a No, I'm talking about Brock Lesnar. yeah. Like but the thing was is just that he didn't like the road life. So I mean I mean that you know also he hates people too so
3: (laughs) (laughs) it's just a weird he was just athletic enough to do it. He hates people of course he doesn't love the
1: but remember he lived in um like in the state where there was not a lot of people it's like a very small town or something so he's probably used to isolation or woods and stuff so he, when wood, he,
3: like, he is legitimately if anything happened to us in like zombie apocalypse i'm finding brock fucking lesnar
1: gotta go to canada that's where he's mm-hmm. living now with his wife and kids so
3: <laughs> have you seen his other like one i think she's a swimmer or something no, I think she's like an amateur wrestler, like her dad. I don't know yeah, she, I think. she wrestles.
0: I think she wrestles and swims. Okay.
3: Yeah, I think she's going to ASU, or she had gotten accepted to ASU something. I just remember seeing the headlines of her and thinking, Jesus Christ, that's Brock's face on a lady's body. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I did not want to say that, but okay. <laughs> it's the truth, Orlando. I'm sorry. i googling <laughs> it now. <laughs> Anyways, and you but, can uh, email your hate email to Jovan at <laughs> if they're open. If you want to debate it, I'll show you the photo. Oh okay.
1: uh-huh. God. But um but no, but this match, like, you know, it really the uh I can't even say the word. It it put the stamp on Brock Lesnar as like, you know, the next like the next superstar. So I mean it helped them, you know. Mm-hmm. Big thing. Mm-hmm. I mean like and it was impressive like when he won, it was just like what was he, twenty five at the time? He was twenty five at the time. So um yeah, I I don't know if we'll ever see somebody I mean you could, I mean if they do hire somebody, I mean I mean we'll see if WWE will ever do that, but they have to probably go through a process. So the the, the youngest I would see somebody maybe win the WWE championship will probably be like twenty seven, twenty eight. When they go through like you know the PC, then go to NXT, and then they go up to Raw or SmackDown. So
3: it's gonna be dominant. do You, know. What's you think like? so? Right now. Okay. He a, Maybe I could see he that. They yeah. fire and people get behind him, There's, He can do it.
1: Yeah, I mean he's getting good re- reaction and he's like taking it up. So just like he just needs more reps and stuff. So like you know, now that like they're back on the road, so now he could get more reps and stuff. So.
0: Right, so, of course, you know, in this match, we see Brock Lesnar win the Undisputed Championship. Um, half the crowd loved it. Half the crowd hated it. He went on a tear for many years to come. Uh, mm-hmm. out of a, on a scale of 1 to 10, how do you guys rate this paper review overall? I would give it maybe 8.75,
1: 9-ish. Uh, because it wasn't that like a perfect, perfect peer for you, but it was a great peer for you all along.
0: Something for me is about nine and a quarter, give or, so, give or take. Nine and a quarter. It was really good. A lot of enjoyable moments.
2: I'm actually not going to rate it because I don't think it's fair for me to because I... Ah, fuck it. Um, seven. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> no, no, that's still good. Because we, we always think about like if we don't like do it in the first like three or two numbers away from 10 like it's bad no i think it's a super solid pay-per-view like i would even borderline say that it was an excellent pay-per-view but it it was missing a lot of what i like in wrestling as far as
3: there was no death matches
2: (laughs) that's actually a new thing for me that i actually like
3: um, well,
1: was, would it like Shawn Michaels versus Triple H considered be a death match? Or is that just a hard yeah. I mean More or less, means... it was. Because they were like, Triple H of course had to be bloodied. Like he has to have that like faucet of blood. We didn't even talk about that. Like he had a faucet of blood in his face.
2: I <laughs> will say for that time, it was definitely a hardcore match. Not yes, as it a was. hardcore match of that time... Go anywhere close to where they're at with death matches? Absolutely
1: not. I know, not. No, no.
2: You know, I mean, you know, wrestling, we always have to, every time it turns or whatever, a new air comes in, it goes a little bit more south, I guess you could say. <laughs> um,
3: <laughs> well, Sorry. now, I've got to go higher so we can bring the curve back up because Brian up there wants seven. Uh, no. <laughs> I, I'm thinking I'm, I'm at a solid 8.75 to almost a borderline nine. Okay. Um, there was only one or two things I could say about the whole pay-per-view that I really didn't enjoy. But other than that, mm-hmm. for the time, this was one of those pay-per-views that you would talk about at school for like the week. Even though Monday Night Raw was the next night, you were still talking about big spots from the, from the pay per view.
2: Yeah, I feel like you're For rating sure. it on, a, on nostalgia, nostalgia.
3: You're damn right, nostalgia.
2: on nostalgia. Um, so I didn't watch it live back then, so I don't <laughs> know. Like I don't have, so I didn't want to really rate it because I don't have those same feelings that you, when you guys watched it live. There's it was five stars, like,
3: Brian. Five stars. Yeah, there's not.
2: There's, it's impossible to get that same feeling of watching an old pay-per-view or an old show. That you get in today's world. And I don't mean because they don't hold up or whatnot. It's just you're not as invested if it's not in current times. So it's hard for me to actually give it an honest reading.
3: I could see that, yeah. I could, see, I could that. see that. Except for me and my markiness, you know, every anytime I see the rock, I'm instantly back into the nineties. And you know, I'm I'm in the cutoff Brahma bull t shirt and you know, it's it's bad. <laughs>
1: For me, for me, it was Eddie Guerrero and Rey Mysterio at that time. Like you know, I love Rey still, but you know, I, I just like he's a little stale right now. So I don't think he's overrated. I think he's still one of the goats of all time. It's just
2: yeah, I definitely. I mean, although we, we kind of shitted it on um, Rey at the beginning of the show, I definitely don't think that he is a goat. He deserves to be in the Hall of Fame. Um, yes.
3: he is a legend. He will go into multiple Hall of Fames. If he's not in multiple Hall of Fames, I'll be upset. Yeah.
2: Mm-hmm. And he's,
1: what, 50 and still doing it? Like, come on. He's yeah. 46, 47, I think. Oh. Yeah, he's still young. Like, no, he had his son young. That's the thing. Like, he was in his, like, lit, early 20s when he had his son. Like, yeah, him I'm and like, his like, wife. Yeah,
3: Dominic made his WWE debut uh, with Eddie and Ray. That's right, papi. Yeah, that was. A I'm too poppy. <laughs> I'm your poppy. That's
2: actually coming. Okay, so what I decided to do after watching uh, SummerSlam, I was like, I'm going to watch like SmackDown because I didn't really watch SmackDown at that time. It was all raw, so I, my goal is to watch like all of the pay-per-views.
1: Oh, oh you're going to be like, you're going to see how much SmackDown has changed so much. Like, it was, like, the best show, but then they had its moments where it was, like, meh. But, no. Like, I still feel like SmackDown is better than Raw. Like,
2: I like even, for, even back to back It's based on wrestling. I, re- I just remember I liked, because at that time, if it wasn't for the women's division or women wrestling, I didn't pay as much attention. Like, the, everything else is just kind of, like, eh, whatever. Now, it's a different world, and I just love wrestling, period. It's not just for one thing. Um, so, wow. in a lot of ways, I'm seeing it with new eyes for the first time, and seeing how talented like Eddie Guerrero was. Because back then, I didn't care about Eddie Guerrero. Um, there were certain people like that I liked, like RVD, because he was just so fun to watch. Um, same thing with like Super Crazy, Tajiri, uh, that kind of stuff. So it's 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 such a different world watching it from my eyes today than it was back then live.
0: Nice. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So we will end it here for tonight. Um, check us out first weekend next month in September um, for the next retro rewatch. Uh, we will announce a week beforehand uh, what pay per view we will watch. We'll decide then. Um, for now, subscribe to us on YouTube. You know, Apple Podcasts. You can find us there. Subscribe. Rate us five stars. Wait,
2: hold on. I'm gonna interrupt you, Sarah. There's one thing I wanted to say about the pay per view that I was talking.
1: Oh. (laughs) I
2: I will cut you. Oh man, I'm not gonna speak there. All right. (laughs) No, um, one of the things that I absolutely loved was the staging of S- SummerSlam. Like yeah. back then, they gave a shit about like how it looked and spent, you know, a lot of money setting up the stage. Like now, it's just LED lights and just putting it in different places. It doesn't mean as much. But I remember looking mm-hmm. at that stage and being like, "Holy shit, that would have been amazing to see in person."
3: That's it. I remember mm-hmm. the backlash sets with the giant
2: hooks. Yeah, I love that set. Mm-hmm. I'm a stage for boy. me.
1: For me, it was Armageddon stages with the oh, fire and the yes. like yes. one was like the end of the world, like the city's all burnt. Yeah. Love that. <laughs> then
0: you uh, could so stage every game. Yeah, I think they should start bringing back into you know, the different theme stages. That would be nice. Mm hmm. I was saying, don't forget to subscribe to us on Twitter as well. You can find us at Buckabomb You can find me. At the real Sarah BBE. Brian, where can I find you?
2: You can find me at Brian Bella BBE on Twitter. You can also join our new prediction league. It's called WrestleWorld, World, headed up by Kenny. Uh, you can know, follow me a comment at. Or something if you want to join our prediction league.
1: Yes. And you can follow me at Twitter at Orly1985BBE, according to your follow, guys
3: that's a long one to try to remember I'm not going to lie to you (laughs) (laughs) I'm still trying to think on how I should change my thing so you can find me on Twitter ladies and gentlemen if you want to yell at me for my horrible horrible job tonight I am at DFW chairman DFW chairman
2: is that real? Uh,
3: is it what? is that your real handle? yeah Oh okay. Mm-hmm. I'm the chairman of BFW. They don't know it yet, but I've got the official title <laughs> on my Twitter. All of you uh, guys. So, e, I was gonna make a joke about being BBC, but I left it alone.
0: <laughs> uh, so, a quick note. I was just looking on CageMatch.net to see what they rank, what the users they rank SummerSlam. So out of 165 fan votes, SummerSlam 2002 got a 9.36. Nice. But so we weren't too far off. No. Yeah, we weren't too far off. Yeah. The lowest ratings were there's a couple of people that ranked it as six. So Brian's better than okay. a few people there. So there you go. <laughs> Have a good night everyone. Bye everybody.